0: Hi, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to The Bottom Line with Bob and Kendall Ehrlich.
1: Well, we have potpourri this week.
0: It's potpourri. And we also want everybody to visit our website, yes, com. It's great. It's all things Ehrlich. Uh, Western Journal articles, the podcast link. You can read everything all book. about Bob and Kendall Ehrlich. New book coming out. Pre-order, please. So please go to com for all things Bob
1: Ehrlich. So this is preliminarily Christmas in August in the Ehrlich household because whenever we get the football season it is the kids us the whole nine yards we are all jacked we have our ce- our junior
0: even I think I'm suiting up <laughs>
1: <laughs> get your mouthpiece in there honey
0: that's right
1: um, our our junior in college uh, eligibility wise drew Ehrlich uh, we'll be going to Washington Jefferson they have a really good team this year. Uh, Top 10 prospects, and he's a really good player. Very excited about him. Our high school senior, our quarterback, Josh Ehrlich, Broadneck Bruins, uh, another top 10 team in, in Maryland. So we are jacked up.
0: Of course. And you are a
1: football mom.
0: That's right.
1: That's why I'm married. Get my cowbell out, all set to go. (laughs) And your eye black and your That's right. Anyway, we'll be in in lots of airplanes going to Washington and Jefferson. And uh, we'll be in uh, Friday Night Lights at Broadneck High School in uh, Annapolis, Maryland. So for all the parents out there getting ready for regardless of sport, Fall sports. Oh, they're just relieved
0: luck. to go back to school. Go back to school, get Everyone's in uniform. Everyone's
1: so excited. Yes. Let's go back to school. Back to school and back to athletics and back to regular life, normalcy. It, it, uh, all right, this week, potpourri, my dear. Okay, it's okay. a potpourri week. It I love a, that. Yes, yes. Lots of topics. Lots of topics and in rather rapid form. First, a pardon in Missouri, the McCloskeys. You will recall the facts. These are the folks uh, who were... In their house, when an angry mob came to their neighborhood, uh, they brandished guns to protect their uh, cells and their property. They were then arrested. And <laughs> Which this is got unbelievable. a lot of press, an awful lot of press. Uh, what's wrong with this picture? The fact they were arrested. So kudos to Missouri Gov- uh, Governor Mike Parson for issuing the pardons.
0: And please, when you get a chance to vote against that prosecutor, do it. The fact that somebody prosecuted someone for protecting their property, property matters, drives me crazy.
1: Safety matters. Property right. matters. Uh, these And by the way, very little uh, at issue concerning the facts. This was filmed. They were on their exactly. property. They were putting notice out, do not invade our property. You are not welcome. Here are our weapons. We are protecting our homestead.
0: And... We're allowed to, under the law, protect our homestead in such a manner.
1: The Washington Post found this just a terrible thing, by the way. Well, terrible of course decision they by did. the governor. Uh, second, stand for Cuba. Uh, I have a quote from my forthcoming piece. Can I read it? Yes, please. So uh, it's titled Cries for Freedom from Cuba and Iran. And my quote is, how invigorating to observe long-oppressed people take to the streets in protest of socialist tyranny. How refreshing to see the stars and stripes carried along the boulevards of Havana and Tehran. How exciting to see senior GOP types declare their solidarity with the Cuban freedom movement. And how dispiriting to watch as the Biden administration turns its back on these dis- Favored refugees uh,
0: it's really hard to understand how these refugees the, the the biden administration is turning their back and yet the border is a sieve of people with covid and criminal records and
1: we're gonna get to i, that. I yep. just
0: don't understand and i think most americans are looking at this like this is upside down how can this be in S- this country south
1: florida is excited uh the cuban uh, population obviously the are, are, are jacked up the GOP leaders. Uh, Kevin McCarthy, the future speaker, was down there this past week uh, proclaiming solidarity with, with the Cuban people, with freedom against tyranny, against socialism. And, and here's what kind of destroys me on, on this one. We right, left, we agree, disagree. Where are the liberals? I understand the progressives may not be so crazy about this they 're kind of fond of health care in Cuba and all that, although God knows they, <laughs> they ever had to partake. but where are the liberals where are the where are the, the freedom fighters right well, well just well, well, just where are the Democrats who identify as liberal? These are people taking the streets, taking big risks with their with their families with themselves uh, there 's going to be great retribution from the Cuban government. Can't both parties agree on this one? Can't red and blue join hands in support in solidarity with the Cuban people, with people who have been so long oppressed for decades, since Fidel? I mean, why can't we agree on this one, at yeah, least once? Where are the protesters from the 60s on yeah, this one, I know, right? I know. So are, are they so scared of the progressives? Is That's my rhetorical question. Are the liberals oh, so scared. scared of the progressives?
0: The progressives are going to kill the party, however. Well, I predict we'll see in
1: 2022. So this should be the one bipartisan issue of 2021. We don't see it yet. We hope liberals find their voice, not just with respect to Cuba, but many other issues as well. Third issue is Virginia that blue. Mm. Terry McAuliffe, former governor of the state of someone we know, we've met over the years, uh, with Governor Ralph Norton taking the state so far left with progressives firmly in control of Virginia. Now, we're talking about Virginia. I and know. we have seen the story before in Maryland where the Washington suburbs mm-hmm. have turned Maryland a, a deeper shade of blue, uh, gone far beyond liberalism to progressivism. We've seen it now in northern Virginia turning the state of Virginia a deeper shade of blue, uh, particularly under Governor Norton, who originally ran, by the way, as a moderate, uh, you may recall. So... Uh, Terry McAuliffe, the other day, uh, running again for governor, made the comment that, and this is a big deal. A lot of people don't understand right-to-work, but Virginia has been the northernmost uh, right-to-work state. And Virginia has used this as an economic development club against states like Maryland. We we would always lose these competitions with Virginia. Terry McAuliffe, this week said that he would, if the bill came to his desk, he would repeal right to work in Mm -hmm. Virginia, which is a huge, I believe there's 27 now right to work states in our country. Uh, Democrats in Congress are trying to federalize, to get rid of right to work. But this is a big deal. And to me, if this should be a big issue, a major issue in in the gubernatorial campaign in Virginia. If it remains so, I gotta believe it's going to hurt Terry McAuliffe. If it doesn't hurt Terry McAuliffe, Virginia will be lost. It's for gone the long then term. for the long term. We need to talk to Governor Allen, former Governor George Allen, former Senator George Allen about this as well. This is a big deal. It reflects well, further leftward, leftward movement by Democrats in the state of Virginia.
0: Curious about whether what Senator Warner would Warner? yeah would, would think about yeah, that.
1: Yeah, we know him. Um, we'll get that to that later. Uh, Clark County, I believe in in Nevada, but many subdivisions around the country are now seeing firsthand resistance by parents, by some teachers, by people, and not just conservatives, and not just white parents, but plenty of African American parents, plenty of Asian parents, plenty of Hispanic parents, against this woke instruction, this revisionist movement in in our, our local school boards. Uh, it's it's the next fight in the culture war. We've talked about it. It's the dumbing down of public education in many respects as not just a revisionist uh, uh, lesson or lessons in American history, but also uh, issues such as... Uh, if you're late to school, if you don't participate in school, uh, if you don't attend school, no big deal. We're not going to count that against you. This is the movement in this this this, this whole wake awake uh, woke initiative concerning public schools, and not just public schools. We've seen it in private schools here in Maryland, other private schools around the country. Woke is in, but now finally. Lots of parents, some teachers, lots of plain old folks are standing up and saying no.
0: Well, so it's sort of lessening of all the standards. Yes. You know, it's it's just like in the criminal justice aspect, taking away, oh, you know, we won't prosecute theft. We won't prosecute this. We won't prosecute yeah, that. Yeah, good point. Taking away those standards. It's just um, uh, long term is terrible for society at whole. And our education system already has lots of issues and lots of problems, and we should get back – a to the basics, and, and, and this year should hopefully show that that we need to get back, because otherwise, these kids that, that faced COVID and, and had to deal with COVID with school, they're way behind.
1: At some point, forget right, left, liberal, conservative, progressive. At some point, we have to get back to the fact that so many of our public schools are failing with the basics, as you said, reading, writing, arithmetic. Let's get back to the basics then when we make some progress there, let's have another debate. On but all you this.
0: know babe, that, I mean there really isn't a focus on the kids. We've seen this no. in Baltimore no. City for decades. It's an agenda. It is an agenda and and they are ca- caught in the crossfire, literally.
1: Yeah, well, we have fought this fight, we have lost this fight in Baltimore City. Mm-hmm. Uh, anybody that cares to place context in my last comment. Google me, Baltimore City Schools, what my administration tried to do in Baltimore City concerning 11 of the worst schools we couldn't even try to get fixed because the teachers' unions and Democratic Party and lots of politics stopped us. Uh, And the same schools are dysfunctional today. This is now 15, 20 years ago. Next topic, uh, the border. How much worse can it get? So McCollum, Texas, one of your favorite towns now has to build a tent. They've built a tent compound to house COVID-positive migrants released from federal custody. Care to comment there, Dan? <laughs> <It's> <laughs> Former so, assistant drug czar, deputy so, drug czar? Uh, you can't even believe
0: that statement is going on. You can't even believe that. They should not be coming in anyway, and then they should not be coming in with COVID. And where are all their masks? And where's Dr. Fauci? Well, he should be down there with
1: them uh, taking care of the situation. Where are the COVID passports for migrants? Right. Where's the Biden administration on that issue? That's a rhetorical I mean, that said. should
0: really say... Give you all the evidence you have that this is agenda-driven and not science-driven, for sure. This all
1: harkens back to the original sin, quote-unquote, with regard to what the Biden administration did day one uh, coming into office, which was reverse stay in Mexico. and all of these negative consequences followed from the reversal of that decision a decision a policy that had the cooperation of the Mexican government had the cooperation of all sorts of governments up and down the line was working the border was under control the border has literally been out of control now for over 6 months 7 months mm-hmm. so the num- numbers speak for themselves uh i saw the number over 1 million migrants so far this year have uh, crossed the border or attempted to cross the border um, Jen Saki, the press secretary for President Biden, she continues to drive me insane on a nightly basis with just her reinvention of history that they inherited a dysfunctional border. That would have been true two and a half years ago, but again, President Trump showed leadership, policy initiative, got Mexico to buy in, stay in Mexico, became the policy, it was working, Jen, sorry, no one's buying it, no one's buying your revisionist history there. I have a question for you. We did not practice this, so here's my 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 query for you.
0: We don't practice the podcast. No, we don't. Really <laughs> at <laughs> Once all. Once in a while we talk a little bit. <laughs> we talk a little bit more. Right. <laughs> so basically we think similarly.
1: Vice president's taking a huge beating. Her numbers are way down uh, with regard to the border. She's the quote unquote borders are. And I'm not a fan, but in this case I might have to defend her a bit. Because it's not as though she operates in a vacuum. If the president of the United States wanted that border secure, the border would be secure. That's not the vice president's fault that for some reason it's not secure. We know the reasons. There are many reasons. So I'm not buying the whole thing. Oh, I put you in charge. I now have blinders on. If you didn't do it, it's your fault, vice president. Sorry. The buck stops with the president. So I think she's getting a little bit screwed here, to tell you the truth. Uh, And and, and not that she's showing any great leadership here. But the fact of it is, if the president of the United States, wants that border secure, the president of the United States has plenty of autonomy, of power to order it closed, or at least gain control, regain control of that border. Stop the chaos. Well, let's talk about the Washington football team. So – So, I don't know if you saw this piece last week. The Washington football team, a.k.a. what used to be the Redskins. So, the news item was this. The Washington ticket holders were told by the team, the NFL, to abandon old Redskin uh, wardrobes, headdresses, paint, whatever whatever (laughs) it was. And the threat here is they're going to be kicked out of the stadium. Now, to which I have a few questions. What about the First Amendment? (laughs) Where's the
0: ACLU when you need them?
1: Redskins
0: fan, you need to be represented.
1: So now they're going to dictate your style of dress at a football game, the NFL? Roger Goodell? Really? They're telling you this? Seriously? That you can't dress the way you want within reasonable bounds? Um, Secondly, uh, and of course – and they've done away with the logo, by the way, and the logo was drawn by a Native American. <laughs> not, well, the Native the Americans lobbied
0: to keep it. Well, so. some did.
1: Some did. It was controversial. In, in fairness, some people didn't like it. Some people did. The Indians now are no longer be the Cleveland Indians. That, that is it's, terrible.
0: I, I heard the uh, announcer the other night say the Indians, though, so I guess well, they can't. Well, no, the
1: Indians this year. Oh, they're the Indians yeah, through the year. Whatever they are next year. Who cares? Oh. Um, and baseball's gone woke, too. So how my second question is, how are they going to enforce this new regulation? If you have a Washington Redskins t-shirt, we have a great friend who shall remain nameless, who wears his yellowed – it started as strong yellow, now it's a weak yellow <laughs> Washington Redskins t-shirt they bought 30 years ago. It's yeah, a big Redskins exactly. fan. Exactly. When he was 12, he got fan. that. He, he wears, now, if he wears that, that t-shirt to the stadium uh, for an exhibition game in August – does he get kicked out? Well,
0: it does have holes in it so maybe.
1: But does he get kicked out for bad style or because it says Washington Redskins? Yeah.
0: This is these are a lot of interesting first amendment. No, no, All the first my, amendment lawyers out there rush to find some redskins. I have fans. a property
1: interest question here. So, the Washington Redskins have been around for were around for 80 90 years. I'm not sure how many, but a lot of years. Every decade in during that time The NFL, especially 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, new millennium, especially during recent decades, have pushed you buy Redskins t-shirts, you buy Redskins sweatshirts, you buy Redskins gym shorts, you buy Redskins paraphernalia, buy, buy, buy NFL properties, a hugely successful enterprise. So who reimburses all those Redskins fans for all that paraphernalia bought over all those decades is my rhetorical question to you, Mrs. Early.
0: You mean if they show up with that garb, they're No, no, going to no, be no thrown forget out? that.
1: Forget that. They've now been told they can't wear it. So that's, you kind oh. of wear that stuff to games.
0: Right? It's a loss, right? No, it's and a you loss. Got, you
1: want to make them whole. Mar- I want to make them whole. Right. You want to make them whole? I think the whole? NFL and the Washington pay up, football NFL. club pay up. Roger Goodell, pay all those Redskins fans.
0: He's the worst.
1: And by the way, <laughs> and next year, pay all those Indians fans in Cleveland. And, and the next woke thing. And the next woke thing to come, pay, pay. Pay up, NFL. God help me. Now I'm getting upset. So what you haven't seen, my final, this is bringing me up. This is the one. Phew. so Okay, got, here we I, are, finally. i got finally. to bring you down. No, i got to bring you down first. <laughs> no,
0: I can't take it anymore. I, I, really, I really haven't been reading or watching too much. I decided I was going to take August off.
1: Yes, and you've done a very good job I, with your golf game. I have. The yes, I I'm have. very proud of you. <laughs> when your too. wife announces that her work is her handicap. For the summer, yes. For the summer, I'm. Anyway, golf's pretty important around the summer. Yeah, the family. summer doesn't end until September, by the <laughs> oh, way. Wait a second! You're now, anyway, so there's a new Air Force ad. I just saw it. You haven't seen this oh. now. We no 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 no. This is bringing you up. We we're we're familiar with the comments. The latest ad from the Army woke woke woke. Blah blah blah. Nothing about defeating the enemy. Nothing about standing against China. Just woke stuff. Well. Uh, in this new Air Force ad, it, it, it appears to be aimed at the woke army ad. And Interesting. it's just terrific. It's an African-American uh, general uh, talking about the central purpose of the Air Force, which is to kick the enemy's butt. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, I think <laughs> I got I to pull this up to
1: the point. Regardless, he said, you see that, 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 that airplane says United States Air Force on it. You don't know the color, the ethnicity, the background, the him. sex of the pilot, but you know we are there to kick your butt. Thank you, Air Force. Thank you.
0: Yay. Thank you.
1: We like your football team anyway. We root for you, but uh, we love. Not against
0: Navy. Not against we Navy. We live in Annapolis. Yeah, and
1: <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah, We yeah, are sorry. in Navy town here. But anyway, good for the Air Force. Enough of this woke stuff. Enough. The job of our military is to defeat an enemy, to kill an enemy, literally. And uh, the woke stuff is is way, way, way uh, overbought in this regard. And we're tired of it. People are tired of it. Well, the the woke people people. think
0: the enemy is within. (laughs) So it's not. There's a lot going on out there. Do I need to remind everybody of China again? Do do I need
1: (laughs) to remind everybody of my dad's generation? We just – my my dad just passed a few months ago, as everyone who follows us knows, a Korean war that uh, a kid – sent over to Korea fighting in nameless hills in a war that we didn't try to win uh, to stop communist aggression in, uh, in in the Korean Peninsula. And he would see stuff like this, and he would just shake his head. I know, And um, we all need to shake our head. You don't need to be a Korean War vet to shake your head right. at what the United States Army and the Joint Chiefs of Staff are doing and saying these days.
0: And if you've ever been to Normandy, and you know how that day occurred and the decisions that had to be made. What I mean, went down? Uh, it'd be a, a totally different looking world if we hadn't gone forward under incredibly adverse uh, conditions and,
1: and all of that.
0: So please, if you ever get a chance, you need to go to that cemetery.
1: Anytime you want to go woke, think about those Army Rangers on, on, on D-Day. That, yeah. That'll bring you back to reality. Anyway, we are ending on a high note with the United States Air Force. Kudos, Air Force.
0: Thanks, everybody, for listening. Follow us on Twitter at EarlBottomLine, at Bob underscore Ehrlich, and at Kendall Ehrlich. Thanks, everybody. We'll talk to you next time.
1: Godspeed.